It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character. She guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. The opinions are our own would represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Believe that. And today we'll be sharing our experience on the second half of the practicing these principles outside the rooms in episode 154 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. All right, just take it, Dennis. How's how's <laughs> Hold on. Everybody put your pants back on. All right, Dennis is going to clue us in on the busy week that he's had. Oh, new project? Oh, new projects. Well, I want to start to say I've been cat-sitting for a week at our friend Don's house. And, well, I mean, if you know me, right, I don't leave my bubble very often. And, I, I, I'll like, for the most part, I drive to, like, the gas station in Publix. But... This week to go cats that I've been driving like, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic. And on the second day of doing it, I got in a car accident um, where I was coming out of the 7-Eleven by the high school. Not a bad car accident, but coming out of the, the driveway of the 7-Eleven by the high school, like as I'm turning on the road, the truck in front of me put on their brakes and started backing up and before I could like react like backed into me and put a hole in the bumper yeah it was it was pretty kind it was like it almost it was like it happened so quick but it was almost in slow motion because we were only going like what five miles an hour or something like you know inching out it was so weird but then I you know I had to sit there and you know I, I talking to the guy English was obviously not his first language, so the communication was kind of broken. But I can't, you know, I was like, so do you have insurance, you know, insurance or whatever? And he's like, oh, I don't know. Because it was like a construction truck, like his boss's truck. So I'm like, well, insurance, insurance. And he's like, how much? How much to fix that? How much to fix that? And I'm like, oh, my God. So I called my parents, let them know what happened. And then I, I, I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call the cop. You know, like, let's yeah. fill out the report. Like, let's get this done right. When was the last accident you'd been in? Oh, I don't know. A long time. Like, I'm a relatively good driver. I mean, knock on wood. What about when you crapped your pants? Yeah. Talk about the feces. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you meant, I thought you meant, I thought you meant car accident. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was this morning then. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I, I, you know, I called the cop, had them come out and that took a while. It was like, geez, over an hour, an hour and a half that the whole process took. And, you know, interesting, like our friend Jay, who has told a story on the podcast, he drove by and saw me. So he stopped by and like said hi and stuff. So that was cool. But. 
but the thing is, is like what I was proud and in retrospect, what I was proud of is that I didn't have any anxiety. I didn't get worked up or anything. I just dealt with it and did it and was patient and was fine. And, and so that was good. No anxiety at all or no annoyance or anger. Like it was, it was a relatively good experience, all things considered. So that was good. But then also like driving every, like twice a day, like that far distance, like almost every single time I had almost gotten in an accident. Like, and it's not like my fault or anything. It'd be like someone like drifting into my lane or something like that. And it's like, and I'd have to like swerve and be like, dude, what the hell? Like, I don't see how you guys who drive like all the time, like don't get in accidents like every day. (laughs) Don't look look at me. My my record. It's like, uh, there hasn't been one year and the the six years I've been here where I haven't been into an accident. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Every year, every year. (laughs) See, then, then that's why my record is so good is because I just don't drive. But, um, yeah, but other than that, James mentioned a new project. I am working on a, a new project that involves Web3 um, where we're building some, I mean, without going into detail, basically we're building a marketplace to where you can buy and sell NFTs. So if you're into Web3, it's like OpenSea, but just for the Polygon n- network. And it's interesting because I'm working with people that i just met online some i played minecraft with and like you know i'm not the best artist i'm not don't know anything about development or anything and just in like messages and dms i i I and we as a team have been able to put together a team that has like started working on stuff and it's pretty cool that like this day and age that like that stuff can happen, you know, or is possible. You know, it's it's a lot easier to make dreams come true now. But I'm still excited about mine and James' project because it's so cool, and James has been working so hard on it, and I can't wait. So, what do you say? Oh my gosh! Okay, rebuttal. I'm just a human. It's hard to see what I can do. Beyond the skin of my belly button. I don't know what that... (laughs) It's our catchphrase. Beyond the skin of our belly. It's good, right? We're going to use that. So, everything is um, good. I talked to my son. I don't know if I shared this, but he got a full-ride academic scholarship. What? What? I was like, so how are you paying for college, son? He's like, oh, everything's paid for. Everything except the dorms, but I'm not living in the dorms. It's like, did, did he just find out, or they just didn't tell he you? He knew. He's just he keeps it to himself because <laughs> I I didn't ask the right questions. Well, how are you? Are you going to get student loans? Like, oh no, it's all paid for. I was like, yay, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was cool. He's a, his he killed the SATs. The SAT scores were amazing. So I'm proud of him. Um, the other guy's doing good. My little, my uh, my fifteen year old. He wants to do homeschool still. So, I actually went. I volunteered at the Windsor because uh, Pastor Ken was on vacation. So when he's gone, we set up everything for the retirement community for church on Sunday service. And 
one of the worship leaders who plays guitar and sings there, they have three kids that went to Celebration High School, and now they're all three doing homeschool. And she said that it's working out really good. So it was weird that, you know, I was so against it, kind of. And then I met someone who told me it's good, so it kind of gave me an insight. She's like, here, you need to check this out. And if he's really concerned for his safety and health, you know, it might not be a bad thing. And she says that when I was talking to her, she said at first it's kind of like they fall behind. But once they get, they can get ahead easily. They can have all their work done by Tuesday and have the rest of the, the week off. She said, so they're motivated to do more work. So we'll see. I'll look into that. Um, no. Nobody can hear you. Sorry, Dennis said, I have to potty. And I said, no. <laughs> you got to wait till we're done. Um, going to Halloween Horror Nights Sunday. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> just, just if he asks a question, just say, oh, Dennis wanted to know this. <laughs> Dennis just pulled his shirt up and showed his nipples. Stop, Dennis. That's so, oh, he got a pierced. He got a piercing. Why would you... Why would, you, wait, why would you only do the left? Why wouldn't you just do both? They're little stars. Oh, my gosh. The left hurt. Oh. It's like Janet Jackson. Okay, I'm getting right? off. Don't. Please just put your shirt back. Okay, thank you. Oh, my God. All right. Dennis is out of control today. He's just excited. All the cats. <laughs> In the car accidents. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, um, tomorrow I'll have... One marks my one year anniversary that I've worked at Disney. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. One year. So um, who knows what the future holds? Oh, and Friday will mark one full month of working out three times a week nonstop at 6 a.m. Yes. I don't think I've ever done that. That's awesome. Yeah. Rock hard abs. All right. You're up, Mike. <laughs> Have you seen? Have you seen a change? Like, did you take a before and after picture? No, jo- Joey told me to do that, but I'm not really interested in that. I just I feel no, good. It, it'd be in- it'll be interesting though to see that after like a year or two. Okay, I'll do it because you guys said so. Okay, well that's that's good. Hey, you're looking I good. I hate those pictures with your shirts. With your shirts <laughs> off. You're in the the mirror like <laughs> the, phone, so the phone in front of I you. <laughs> But it's just, it's for you, you know, and T-Bird, so she could be like, my man. If I don't care, then why even do it? That's my argument. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, let me, okay, so let me say this. This is, this is a good example. This is a transition. So I was talking to Dennis about it because right now I haven't cut my hair in almost two years. It was like, it was like November 8th, and this, and I talked to these guys, um, you know, off the podcast about trying to get somebody from the country music world that's a part of my job to cut it for charity. I asked a year and a half ago, somebody said yes, and is playing a show in Orlando, and I'm hoping that they will, just to put a bigger spotlight on the fact that if you don't have any money and you feel like you can't make a difference, that's not true, you can. I actually saved money, haven't got my hair cut, and hopefully we'll be able to make a wig for a child with cancer that's completely free. All I'll have to do is pay to send a Ziploc bag to Ohio. That's it. So I think it'll be like, I don't know, five bucks, something like that. Maybe not even. 
Um, so that's what I'm hoping to do. And uh, before we recorded the podcast, I went, uh, since we're in celebration, there's a, I think there's really only one barber shop, the Sweeney Todd Barber. So I went in there to see if they had any appointments after we record the podcast. And I said, I just want my neck done. Is it, can I get an appointment? He said, sit down in the chair. And I told him, well, my wallet's in my car. I'll go grab it. He goes, no, sit down in the chair. So because I told him that I was just wanted my neck trimmed so it didn't look horrendous, he said, no, it's on the house. Thanks for, thanks for donating your hair. So I thought that was really nice, you know, because some places, even though I tell, I mean, it's a business, right? And it's his time. So next time, um, I haven't got my hair cut there in a while. I will, uh, I will go to him, you know, and, uh, and get it done. So it's pretty cool. So in that launch off point, when you were talking, James, about not wanting to, uh, like not understanding people that do that. And it's, it's kind of like weird and doing videos, you know, that like, that's my whole thing, right? That's, that's something that I love to do and go back. I probably have so many useless videos with Olivia or you guys. And I started putting them into folders. It almost felt like new age scrapbooking that I was doing. I just want to go right to when I look good and take that picture with my shirt off. Okay. You can, I, I also can, you ever see those shirts that you can have where you put it on and it makes it look like you got abs? <laughs> you do? Yeah, I wear one with, a, with the tuxedo shirt. Oh. I've seen the when tuxedo I, one. I haven't I, seen the abs one. When I go out fancy, I only wear the abs one when I'm lovemaking. That's it. Yeah. So you've never worn that? <laughs> Not in a long time. You say love making? Love making. Like what? Paper mache? <laughs> yeah. Play-Doh. Because you love both those things. <laughs> I, d- I don't even know what the I don't know what the microphone's gonna pick up. <laughs> but um oh so I did something. There, there's peaches. Right so there's uh there's a two-year uh, anniversary for uh, my fiance and I coming up, and I told her that I was going to write a song for her, and it started as a joke, and then I actually did. Did you really? I actually did write a song. Are you going to sing it for us? Huh? No, I will play it for you after. So there's this, I and they they don't advertise with us, but nobody advertises with us. Um, there's this company called Songfinch. Have you seen ads? for it no. where you essentially write down what you want in a song and like it can be like lyrics or whatever and then you send it to an actual songwriter and they will write it with you so is it actually a human being or is it like an ai generated song or it's something? an actual human being so there was a guy and i won't put it on here but if it's on right now it is on spotify and it's also yeah. on apple music so Whoa. it's it's a guy named yeah, we gotta go listen to it so it becomes like a top ten hit or something. So it's so it's a guy named Jacob Rice and the song is Center of My Heart and I wrote it for my fiance to for our two years and I gave it to her. I tried because everything's on video, I tried I tried videoing and I had the camera in the right spot, but she was not in the right spot. So like I tried like pulling her into frame. But she had no idea. It was it was it was cool, and it was just a memory. It was just a memory for us. I'm like, get over here! I like totally ruined the moment. 
You know? I'm like, you have to stand right here and listen to this. Yeah. So I'm looking for a new girlfriend. Oh, and no. <laughs> what, a, what a great two-year anniversary present. <laughs> so, yeah. It was, it, was really, it was really like a goodbye song, guys. It just, I didn't know that's what it was when I wrote it. Uh, so it was pretty cool anyway. So that's uh, that's the greatest and latest. Whoa! Look at all. Oh, that was a lady driving that car. That, a Supra? that was a Supra. Is that a Supra? Well, anyways, congratulations on the two years. Hey, thanks. I mean, we we're still, I, and I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign, but I found out that when I played the song for her, it was on our six hundred sixty sixth day together <laughs> oh my god so so i said uh happy 666 anniversary that's the you, devil by you the way should have worn my ab shirt be like i'm the beast baby but then i would have had to make love to you right was the, no, was the song to her was the song called morning star no i told you the name of it it was the center of my heart you don't like <laughs> which is a dark and barren place yeah i mean apparently dennis's heart it's very dismal uh, so, Dennis, I, I gave you something to do. So, this is part two of practicing the principles outside of the rooms, uh, a topic you came up with. So, that's cool. But, come up with but we need the last six. Do you know what they are? Yeah. Uh, it's humility, love, responsibility, discipline, awareness, and service. Okay. So, we'll do the same order that we, uh, we started this, uh, I guess, topic with. Well, so you'll, you'll go first. So first? humility, right? That's, that's attached to the seventh step. Yes. Okay. Go outside the rooms. Don't forget. Yeah, humility. Um, uh, I mean, I think humility is obviously very important. I mean, it's, you know, if our egos run rampant, unchecked, you know, our, our life will become chaos if we start thinking that we're better than other people you know it's it's not a very pretty world and to live in when people start thinking like that um so outside the rooms you know i i you know i i do my best to practice humility in the sense that like i treat people whether you know the old adage of you know the queen of england or the or the garbage man you treat him the same right um you know i don't really have the best like self image or self-esteem i don't think i'm that great of a person anyways so it's relatively easy for me to hold on to it um but i guess like you know interacting in like social media with the stuff that i'm doing now and stuff is like i could gain like a hundred followers in a day or something but I got to remember that I'm no different than, you know, my follower or someone that I follow that has 50 followers, you know, and stuff like that. Like, none of that really matters because at the end of the day, we have to remember that we're all just another bozo on the bus. You know, we all are equal. You know, it doesn't matter our money, our job title or the things we own, the car we drive or anything like that. So we have to approach life and approach other human beings is is you know that's just another reflection of me that's another living being experiencing everything just differently and none of us are better or worse because of anything that we have control over
Yeah, I hope that was good for humility. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, James, what do you got? That was a nice slice of humble pie, Dennis. <laughs> you, you, were, you were thinking about that the whole time, weren't you? I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> I am. We're just getting our P's and Q's in yeah, order. Our ducks in a Q. So, <laughs> mine is um, step eight, and it's love. And I think it's funny that you chose practicing the principles outside of the rooms. Because you're never in the rooms. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I just got to throw that out there. Because, you know, in, in five years when we do this again, you, you're like, you'll probably be like the meeting guy. You're like three meetings a day. You're like sponsoring ten guys. You're like, I remember the dark times. So in, I figure in ten years you'll be talking like a grandpa. <laughs> I remember. Keep giving me shit and I'll go drink. No. dark. I got Gatorade right here. <laughs> None of this is being picked up. No. <laughs> Dennis, there's a restroom right around the corner. All right. So step eight is guess love. I actually like love a lot. Um, uh, if I'm thinking about this outside the rooms, I'm thinking about how I am loving my wife. How am I loving my children? How am I loving my parents, my friends, and, you know, the rest of the world? It's, it's hard to love people when you're in a car and they're driving like jerks. <laughs> However, I guess if I practice there and that's at my worst, I might be a little better in the long run. Uh, I do know um, one of the greatest commandments from God is to love your neighbor and to love God with all your heart. And he's love like, your neighbor as you love, yourself. love your, thank you. Love your neighbor as you love yourself and love God with all your heart. So he's like, if you can't do all these other things, just do that. And you know, you'll be in a good spot. Um, I try to be, um, do things that I don't want to do when it involves helping other people. I think that's an act of love because I don't want to do them, so like I'm getting out of myself to do something to help someone. I think, in a way, that's loving. Um, you know, asking people how they're doing and really listening to them, being a good listener, attentive, and not looking at your phone, and really paying attention. I think that's a good idea. So, for my wife and I, when we have something that we want to tell each other that's important... Uh, we set our phones down and we look each other in the eye and, um, you know, we try to be there for each other. I think that's, that's, that's love. Now, my wife tends to be long-winded, so I'll have to, like, sometimes tap out, like, I love you, but this is going on too long. <laughs> and I, I think that's another part of love is good communication, you know. There's so many ways to be loving, um, loving is, you know, not being selfish. It's not always thinking about yourself. It's not getting the best over someone, taking the last donut, you know, be like getting there first and like, haha. Love is getting the last donut and giving it to someone or giving out gifts and, you know, letting someone else win, Have, like playing games with your kids and letting them win so they can feel happiness. I think that's all good ways of being loving. And... For me today, loving, being loving is just not always about 
getting ahead. You know, it's about being content and having gratitude where I am and expressing love outwardly instead of trying to climb up a ladder that will never end. Being content where I am and loving everyone. So I don't know. I think I went on too long. Nope. Just the right amount of time. Um, responsibility. What's that? There was a, actually a punk band that I liked called MXPX who had a song, Responsibility. What's that? Responsibility. Not quite yet. Responsibility. What's that? I don't give a damn about it. And I would say when... I was in my early 20s. That was 100% true. And then I hit the what are the throes of my alcoholism. And I tried to justify my drinking by going, look at all these responsible tasks I'm doing. So it could make me feel like, wow, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm doing all this responsible stuff. And then I realized that when I'm responsible for it and looking at it as I'm supposed to do this because no matter what, I don't uh, advertise that I'm in the program. But if friends of friends of friends talk and then they look at me and they go, wow, he's like, what, <laughs> what an awful program this is. He's, you know, not doing anything and um, not being responsible, like, for my daughter. I make that as a number one priority. And James has shared, even earlier today, of uh, talking with his son and being like, hey, teaching responsibility and how important that is of, like, hey, you're going to college, you know, how are you going to be responsible for these bills? And he was responsible for the bills before the bills were even there. And that's why the bills are already taken care of because he worked hard. And I say that's complete bullshit if that's not because of the program in some way the last five years. If he's 18 now, that means you probably were learning that stuff when he was 14. And any and all of the conversations and trips that he's made to see you is stuff that he has learned and picked up even if you haven't had those conversations. He's seen, hey, I have bills and financial amounts and different things that I have to push forward. And he saw that and probably was like, I got to step up to the plate. And just how cool that is. You know, in my life, there's a lot of appointments that my daughter Olivia has in the next little bit and I'm responsible enough to know that um yeah I'll try to split the appointments and ask my ex-wife if she'll go but she said she can't go because she's really busy without knowing the dates or times of the appointments she said no the entire month of October 31 days I don't have one hour to spare so I could kick and, you know, go, you know what? Well, then forget it. And then I'll push it off to a different date. But that wouldn't be responsible. So I'm not going to do that. So I don't do that. So being outside the rooms, I think, is a great reminder of I have to be responsible for what I do outside the rooms. And just try my best. And that's it.
and I, I fall short many a time, but hey, blessed pretty good, right? Right, Dennis? Dennis, let's focus huh? on some discipline. <laughs> I don't want to focus. All right, what's the next one? Go. I don't know what is the next one. Uh, discipline. Is it discipline? Yes. Oh, I don't like discipline. Uh, discipline. Spell it. D. <laughs> I. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking. Like, I guess. You know, I think. When I think of discipline, I guess the first thing that comes in my mind is, you know, do what you say kind of thing. Like, a man, a word, you got to have, like, discipline. If you make a commitment, you have to have a discipline enough to, you know, wake up, do what you got to do, and get there on time to do it. Um, that applies, obviously, for everything in the the commitments you make with loved ones and family members and friends and also with employment and work. You, you gotta, I don't know, I'm drawing a blank, but like basically like, you know, when we were drinking, every, everything was chaos, right? You know, we just would go get drunk and then we'd like be all hungover and call into work or show up late or like we'd go tell a family member we'd be at this family event and then not show up because we're hungover or whatever, or we'd show up and we'd be drunk or off in our own corner like smoking or something you know we weren't present we didn't we weren't disciplined enough to live the way we said we would when you say we was that you it's i didn't do any of that stuff well i i meant it as i can't relate it's it's the royal we so of course i'm reforming to myself (laughs) it's me and my higher power (laughs) <laughs> the royal, yeah. not the royal, a, royal wee wee. Yeah. He's got a golden junk. He does. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, so like this day and age, try to be more disciplined. We try to, you know, rather be an hour early than five minutes late kind of mentality. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I try to do it. Unless obviously, if something is out of my control, and something's out of my control. But I think that's what it's about, you know, discipline, live by a code and live consistently by that code. Yep. As my friend John McClain said, live free or die hard. Yippee-ki-yay, little Dennis. <laughs> so <laughs> what Dennis also has to remember is that each of these principles are on a step. So we could have shared on step 10, like how disciplined are you at doing step 10 every night? But it's for outside the rooms, how to take these principles outside the room. Oh. I am not at the rooms oh, no. when I'm doing my step 10 at night. No, no, no. I'm at home in bed. Yep, he's sleeping. With my teddy bear. Yep. His name is Max. Oh. He's got patches because my mom fixed the holes. <laughs> All right. Patches? What did you say? Patches. Oh, I was going to call him Patchy. So I'm on step uh, 11. Also, awareness. And I feel really blessed that I got love and awareness because step 11 is, you know, one of my favorite steps because it's getting close to God. It's, it's every second of every day, every hour, before work, after work, while I'm in the thick of it, I can, all I have to do is turn my attention towards God. I know he's right there with me. I have this awareness because frankly i had an encounter and um 
I am no longer awake. I've been awoken to this spiritual life and growing along spiritual lines is is kind of what I do these days. And I do that by being aware that I am a spiritual being, living out a, a physical experience on this world. We're all just like kind of meat puppets, but we're guided through a spirit, you know, and it's it's really cool to be able to use the golden key which is whenever i'm feeling a little upset or emotional about something just turn that attention to god that's the golden key that's it and that's the awareness the awareness is also meditating and finding that calm center place you know in the morning in the night um sometimes i just grab my arm and i it's like okay that's me i'm here and i can take four deep breaths and be centered you know it's it's a good way to just know that that god is here Uh, nature is a wonderful way for me to be aware of the goodness and the beauty that is god Um, this universe this world everything is so perfect and when i'm aware of that um it helps gratitude helps again not being you know, pushed down by the world and all the the glit and glamour, but really just being grateful for what I have and being comfortable with where I'm at in life. And I am. You know, I've got moments like everyone, but it's so good now. And I just saw a little baby, and that's just another awareness of the goodness of God. Hi, little baby. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man, James. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's way like serious. I'm an I'm an adult. Okay, don't call me baby. Uh, oh, that baby. <laughs> That's Dennis. <laughs> I met him, baby Dennis. He's he's gonna drink breast milk in about an hour. Or when he cries. Um, I uh, I can say that I am I am grateful to know that service which is attached to 12 was i remember when i first was introduced to it my sponsor's like hey remember everything that you've been doing the last it was like i made it through the steps it was like 15 months 14 15 months and he's like just keep doing that and that's what i have tried to do so my eight year hopefully unless the devil comes and takes me my eight years will be in a week. It'll be the 8th of September. And they, what is that called? Like when you turn eight years old and it's on the day, is that the golden birthday? So if you're born like April 20th and on the 20th you celebrate your 20th birthday. What is that? That's a golden birthday, I think. So technically this is my golden birthday in sobriety. It's going to be pretty good. So you guys can buy my gold. Um, but the service is, here's the cool thing. Anytime you do anything for someone else and not yourself first, you will feel better, but it's also, that's what service is. So going to a meeting, speaking in a meeting, um, doing any of the things that, and I think we talked about this last week. If you're not comfortable reading aloud, then yeah, don't read aloud. Then just share and claim your seat and say your name if you're comfortable. 
your name if you're an addict alcoholic. And I'm thankful for everybody at this meeting. I just want to claim my seat. And that's, that's helpful. And that's being inclusive into it and not making your, yourself feel a part of it. I get on it and it's not a knock on those people. And somebody might be listening and might have never shared in a meeting. But I appreciate those that do uh, stay before or a little bit after or share in a meeting or do something to actually meet somebody else and don't just go out there. I feel like if you only have one foot in the meeting, like every meeting, then that other foot is going to take you out and it's not good. So I like how easy service can be, you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. You don't have to chair a meeting. You don't have to, I, I do. I, if I'm asked to speak, I will do my best to do it. If I can't, then I will say, I can't this day. How about this or this or this? And I'll give other options. And I do that even outside, um, of the rooms with anything. So if you guys needed me for something, I would say I can't do it then. But how about one of these other options? Because, like, why not? I don't understand people that would just say, oh, I can't do it, sorry, and then want no part of it, you know, or finding out another way to, uh, to provide service because you do feel better, you know, the royal we, as Dennis says, you know, which I imagine I was that was that after the original Wii that Nintendo put out? It was in between the Wii and Wii U. It didn't do very well. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds expensive. That's all I'm about to say. It was solid gold. <laughs> oh, man. I'm gonna... there, there's only one still in existence. It's in, like, Saudi Arabia. Really? Some, some prince owns it. Yeah. Oh, man. Go to Saudis. They got everything they do. All right. Uh, any, any final words, uh, James? Love and be aware of God. Okay. That's, that's good. Uh, you said it was creepy. Everything's good with you? Yeah, everything's all right. All right. I'm alive. That's good enough. I'm grateful. Yeah. I like your uh, I like your gratitude. We're going to find a topic next week. I don't know. Maybe we can put it on James. Or, or you know what? Well, James has done enough. Maybe Dennis can come I, up with another I one. Think we, we're, it's your golden birthday next week, so we have to talk about your eight years and mm. stuff. So the yeah, gold. Maybe, maybe a little like Mike Mike centric. What's Mike, can you look up your calendar? What is the eighth? When does that fall on? Does that fall on Thursday? Do we know? If that's the case, cool. If not, we'll push it off to the next week. It does fall on. It does fall on Thursday. All right, we got to make it all about me. How about me? We'll do self centeredness. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good topic. I don't know. Maybe not. I think we've probably already done that. Well, it's not self-centered. I'm the one who suggested it, so... Hmm. Maybe maybe not tell, like, your full story, but catch up on, like, what you've learned in your eight years since you told your story. Yeah. Kinda, you we'll, we'll kick it around. We'll kick yeah. it around. It'll be, it'll be fun. This is by far my favorite thing in sobriety of service um, that we get to do. Every week. It doesn't really feel like service. Well, it does in the summertime because James complains <laughs> about the heat. You guys, how many times has he said, I'm not, and you're not going to see me. He's done it on here. I tell you, I do things I don't want to do. 
because I love you guys. Oh, that's nice. So it's our well, fault. I'm glad you make the sacrifice because I like to see your face. And, and what happened? You were complaining about the breeze and what did God provide? A breeze. Uh, did you, I, you saw me thanking him. I know. It was, it was pretty sweet. I was like, thanks, God. Well, let's wrap up. Yeah, thank you, God. But let's wrap up this episode. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 155. We're the defective character. It's entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, Dennis! <laughs> We practice these principles in all our affairs yeah. or something like that. So that was close enough. We'll see you next time. <laughs>